everyone to part two of Crossbody Pro Wrestling Family Day Feud 5. When you left us yesterday, Clay Wilson had just won the Otto to be Gold tournament, which allows him to have a match against any title holder in the company, in the promotion, and consequently is a jolly important thing to have. Now then, that first part was blooming good. This second part continues that, you'll be glad to know. First of all, we got Travis Moore versus Kyle Boone. They were a bit of a, a fractious period of um, Moore and Boone. Attorneys at law. So this will be something which might blow off that feud, which is an ODQ match. Yes, there's no disqualification. So consequently, we expect them to be on the outside, and they are, use weapons, and they do, get a little bit unfettered. They do that too. So for instance, you've got Travis Moore knocking down Kyle Boone immediately. He hasn't got his... um, his wrestling partner with him, by the way. Yes. So he knocks him down, does more. There's a dive. Then there's uh, Carl Boone in the front row seat getting a very good view until Travis Moore punches him. Oh, yes, I think this is... Uh, these are excellencies. I'm glad I bought these. Oh, yes. Then Boone, then Boone smacks Moore into a chair. A fan gets up and runs at that point, and so would I. And... Um, Boone uses the Greco-Roman eye poke. That's always good to see. Then Moore finds the broom, not to clean up after the the fans earlier on or anything like that, to smack Kyle Boone with it. But Boone grabs it, he leaves it. Don't don't leave the broom, or at least if you're going to leave it, Travis, leave it somewhere where Kyle Boone can't pick it up. He does, and smacks him in the head, just as Travis Moore is running to dive through the ropes. That looked quite nasty. Yeah, there's a lovely moment when Carl Boone is crawling on hands and knees by the crowd and uh, Vader and speedball Mike Bailey think that Boone might be looking for his teeth. <laughs> I do like that. Now, Boone's boogie board. Yeah, it sounds like some kind of reality TV show, doesn't it? Where's the boogie board this week? It's on the beach, as usual. Quick, we're losing viewers. Sort of thing. Won't go for a second series, that, I don't think. Anyway... Boone's boogie board bashed to the back of Travis Moore, but Moore comes back with a flying clothesline and a lovely Northern Light suplex. It's beautiful. However, a wet floor sign is set up in the ring, and somebody is going to go onto the apex of that, aren't they? And it is Travis Moore. Boone backbreakers him onto that wet floor sign, and it didn't look very nice for Mr. Moore. Then Boone sets up two chairs with the boogie board between them. Yes. And hits a rather, well, I'll call it a super power slam. It's a power slam off the top. Yes. Through the chairs and the board for the pin. And that was not bad at all. I might have expected a little more shenanigans. And maybe a little more, maybe a few more weapons. But um, I liked it. And I like this even better, which is Crystal Moon, who's the champ, of course. Versus Alexia Nicole. She's bionic. Yeah, and um, Crystal Moon apparently now is heartless. 
as she's announced. I like that a lot. It's um, it's for the women's title, and Nicole loses, loses and misses, and bides no time, going for that pile driver immediately. Doesn't get it, but she gets knees in the corner and a suplex instead, and then Moon gets the leg drop, not once, not twice, oh thrice, and a senton, a drop kick to the back, a basement clothesline. Doing rather well here, because then she moves on to knees to the back, but then she's caught in the ropes on a, on a between-the-ropes spear attempt, because you know she can do that very well, and Nicole just smacks her with a draping DDT. It's beautiful, as if it was the most natural thing in the world. Later on in the match, well, you've got an electric chair position with more on Nicole's shoulders, and then Nicole just drops her just drops her to the mat and that's got to hurt. She then tosses Alexa, uh, Crystal Moon off the top and then cinches in a Muta lock. Yeah, I love it. But Moon's not down and out. She comes back with a flat liner and then uh, there's a nasty, um, really nasty looking Nicole pile driver and Moon rolls out. Otherwise, I think she would have been pinned. Of course, Moon, who's a nasty heel. Oh, nasty. Yes, she is. She grabs the ref's belt. He sees it, grabs it back off her. She walks into a lung blower. But soon after that, she rolls her up, grabs the trunks or the tights or the wrestling shorts for the pin. And the ref didn't see it. Well, as uh, Monsoon and Heenus, Heenan would say, not Bobby Heenus, Bobby Heenan, my favourite wrestling manager, Win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat and never get caught. That was Heenan's line just at the end. And uh, that was a really good match. Quick, really good work, great wrestling moves, and in a way the right outcome, just to continue this feud. Now, I thought that they wouldn't put this together so quickly, Crossbody Pro Wrestling, but... They want to give us this right now, and I'm delighted to see it. Because it's Grizzly Mac, gotta be a Mac attack, versus Holden Albright. These two big men. And you know, sometimes it wasn't pretty to watch, because they're two big blokes, but it was really good. So for instance, things like a huge Holden Albright elbow. Mac throwing him off the top, then hitting a basement clothesline to the back of the neck. Holden Albright dropping a knee on the back of the head and then also biting Grizzly Mac's hand. Not for any reason, just because he can. Maybe he fancies a bite to eat, I don't know. Then you've got a lovely Holden Albright high kick and a cannonball. Mac isn't finished. Overhead choke throw, fall away slam. Albright comes back with a running knee and a splash. And then they lie in opposite corners, or rather, yeah, they lie or sit in opposite corners and just regard each other. Grizzly Mac smiling as if to say, this is the kind of thing that I want. Albright then thinks, do you know what? I've got a business idea. Dring! It's the chop shop! And it's open for business. But Mac is back with a full Nelson slam. And eventually... Albright, German suplex, and a slam, and then a flying clothesline. You need all those moves together to put Grizzly Mac down. And Albright wins, but you know what? It wasn't half close. 
and I don't think this one's over by a long way. And your main event of the night, Gabriel Fuerza, this is for the vacant heavyweight title, he's wanted that belt for a while since he lost it on, um, or didn't win it, should I say, on the second episode of Uproar in that great Fatal 4-Way match. But he's fighting, not but, and he's fighting Myung Jae Lee, who's only in his second match with Crossbody Pro Wrestling and made me think, is he the number one contender? Is there somebody on the roster who actually might have been wrestling for longer with Crossbody Pro Wrestling? However, it may not be the right choice in that way, but it was the right choice as far as wrestling goes, because this was just phenomenal. Right from the moment they shared uppercuts early on, and Fuerza got the abo- uh, the, the abominable stretch, I was going to say. Well, in a way, it is. The abdominal stretch, it is abominable, because it's really painful. Yeah. And then Lee came back with a buckled beal. Yes, a throw, a beal, right into the turnbuckles. I knew this was going to be good. Fuerza, back suplex on the apron, twice. There was a headlock, which they both sold, and when both are selling a headlock, you know they're well up for it. Lee got a victory roll to a double stomp, and they were incredibly well matched at this time. Fuerza, handspring cutter, running shooting star press, got a two count for that. And then Lee came back with a package neck breaker. That was extraordinary. Fuerza's crab was high. And then he he really, he, he just really wrenched on the head. Really nice stuff. But Lee is not finished. He's not ready to tap. Nice missile dropkick. Urinagi gets a two count. Fuerza's is back with a superplex. And who's this? It's Clay Wilson. He's making his cash in. You might as well. So now it's a triple threat. Now it's no DQ. They both attack Wilson. Of course they do. He's the interloper, but he hits a tilt a whirl backbreaker and then a double DDT. Fuerza comes in with the chair because there's no DT, there's no DQ. It being a triple threat match, smacks Wilson's back with it. Lee drop kicks it into him, so they're both pretty well down. And then Wilson hits the backbreaker to that twisting neckbreaker, and he's your new crossbody pro wrestling champ. And I think that's a really good move. It was really exciting him coming in. The match was fantastic. And I didn't think, oh no, don't bring somebody else in. I thought, this will add an extra free song. It was only short. Wilson won, and I think probably that's the right decision, considering that he's got a lot of impetus behind him. And what a great show. It built and built and built. It gave you thrills and spills. The wrestling was great. The characters are fantastic. They simmered it beautifully. And it came to the boil in that last match, which is one of the matches of the year so far for me. You know, you can see why I watch Crossbody Pro Wrestling, can't you? If you're a wrestling fan, you could do a lot worse than watch it too. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.